0: And Welcome to This Is Not An HR Podcast, the only podcast that finds it necessary to repeatedly tell you we are not an HR podcast. (laughs) Hannah Hampton, my sister from another mister, how the hell are you today?
1: I'm great. I'm excited to be putting out a bonus. Yes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Absolutely. That's what she said. So what this is, is we discussed the documentary, The Monster Inside, currently on Hulu, in our most recent Halloween Spooktacular. Well, here is that initial clip when we discussed McKamey Manor a couple years ago for you to check it out. Enjoy. I, I, I've I've been to a few good haunted houses. Same. I, you've got a haunted house story coming up, or you're going to mention one that you want to Um that you, I went to one of Rob Zombie's. I think Me you've too. been to Rob Zombies before at different. We didn't go together. Yeah. No. I am. I'm kind of a hypocrite when it comes to haunted houses because I love them, mm-hmm. but I'm not very good at them.
1: Oh, same. And I I have a funny story about that, but same.
0: All right. So we're going to tell our our, we'll embarrass ourselves here in a minute. Yes. But I remember reading a story a few years back about this uh, haunted house experience out on the West Coast that was supposed to be the most extreme haunted house. And of Mm -hmm. course, whenever something like that happens, there's always someone trying to shut them down. So of course, I start Googling what's the scariest haunted house now? What's out there? You know, would I ever do this? And I found one and I found articles from the last couple of years that it looks like this is the one to beat. And that's actually a pun because no one has successfully made it through this haunted house. And if you do, there's actually a a $20,000 cash prize, I think yeah, it's called McCamey Manor,
1: oh my gosh.
0: and it's torture on demand. and it's oh. a haunted house, but it's it's a it's a customized horror house haunted house experience. He has just this arsenal of things to use against you and they interview you and find out what your fears are. I would so lie when doing that. I'm, I'm oh, really totally. scared of stuffed Winnie the Pooh dolls. But it's they find out what you're afraid of. They have this huge list, and they have this 40-page waiver. It, it can be two to eight hours because you read the waiver out loud. And what? And he records you reading the waiver out loud that you're going to sign because it's really psychological torture is from what I'm getting on reading this. And I'm going to read a part, and then we'll talk about it a little bit. But this is the, the fun part. So before a contestant makes it through McKinney Manor's door, he or she must go through the tedious process of reading aloud and signing a 40 page legal waiver that lists more than 100 disgusting, dangerous, disturbing scenarios that you may face. Uh, the So contract- reading
1: a legal waiver sounds like torture to me. Begin with. It's- it's like, go on.
0: So that's what he's done, though, is he's taken it and it's part of the process. Oh, this process God. of reading the waiver and the things he does to you while you're reading it. There are hundreds of people that didn't make it past the waiver.
1: Like, is that part of the process? Yeah. So it's part
0: of the process.
1: Oh my and this is great, too. So
0: you wear a onesie <laughs> as you take the tour. So you can see how it's already, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going where they're just mentally breaking you down. Um, So it says here, wearing a Rick and Morty Kwansey, everyone taking a McKamey Manor tour does so. Vanover reads and initials each item. This is a person actually reading and going through this process of the waiver. Number 28, Vanover says with a boastful turn. Participants fully understand that by signing this waiver, they are giving McKamey Manor permission to keep nothing off the table except sexual or inappropriate situations. Everything else imaginable can be and may happen inside McKamey Manor. And he reads it and then he initials it. Number 29, participants agree to and has full knowledge that if selected to visit the barber, That's a section that could or could not happen to you. Participants may leave McKamey Manor completely bald, including eyebrows. What? Initials it. Number 30. Participants agree and acknowledge that mousetraps are used on the tour, which may result in bruising or breaking of fingers.
1: Oh, go on.
0: What? Obviously, (laughs) I could do this for hours, but in the hours it takes to make it through the waiver, This particular participant agrees to exposure of extreme temperature. That's number seventy-three. Having plastic wrap tightly held over his face. Nope. Seventy-four, and having his hands and feet zip tied. Number seventy-five. The only thing I know that's kind of a good Saturday night day, right? Yeah, I was like. The only thing. over won't stand for, and everyone gets two freebies, Vanover's the individual getting ready to go through this, is tooth pulling and needles. Yes, yes. So they give you a list of over 100 potential scenarios. You read them aloud, you initial them. You're allowed to absolutely nots. You do have to come up with a safe word and share it with them. And, th- and then you have to be drug tested. They don't want anyone going through it that's on uh, drugs or alcohol. You actually have to complete a physical and show that. So it- it's a lot. The owner, well, this whole thing just starts with the this tedious mental kind of psychological warfare of you reading just this hundred items of scenarios that could can't happen to you. And you read it aloud and sign up on it. Um, he's doing stuff to mess with you and they're dumping fake blood on you. And remember, this is just the intro. This is not even being officially starting it.
1: I feel like Eli Roth and Rob Zombie are both like, oh, fuck no.
0: (laughs) If some of the rules are like, you can't can't physically be aggressive back. And if you break some of the, there are some rules that are non-negotiables that if you break them, you're out right away. They Mm -hmm. tap your shoulder, we're done. You're not allowed to cuss. But what he does is that's not something you can get kicked out for. Okay. But the twenty thousand dollar prize, if you complete it, there's a there's like penalties if you break some of the other rules and cussing and, and things Spirit. like that. But now, remember, no one has won this twenty thousand dollar prize. But what's really funny is this gentleman that uh, put this together, he's this this tall, uh, all American Total straight edge kind of guy. I mean, he looks like they compare him in one of the articles I read to Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman to me is way more intimidating than this guy. This guy kind of looks like a pre insane Gary Busey when he was thin, right after he played Buddy Holly. But he doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, doesn't cuss. And he's been doing this for years. He uses his own money. And here's the funny thing, and I don't know if it's changed this year, but up until a year ago, the entry fee was a big bag of dog food for his dogs. So he's lost. Yeah, he's lost money on the actual manor itself, but he's been on dark tourists. He's done other things. I'm sure he's found other ways to make money. And who knows? He may be independently wealthy, but I've taken a long time to explain this because I think it's so fucking crazy. Hannah Hampton, first off, would you do this?
1: Oh, my God. Absolutely not.
0: All right. Well, $20,000 isn't a lot of money. What if it was $200,000? Uh,
1: I, You know, to me, again, I have a total fear of, like, torture and um, I'm claustrophobic. And, again, I'm, like, I'm a scaredy cat in regular uh, haunted houses. So I, I don't even think I would go for that because I feel like the psychological damage would take more than $200,000 worth of therapy. <laughs>
0: Now you're, and we joked earlier, we made a a quick uh, BDSM reference earlier. Isn't torture horror your, everyone has their horror that's the hardest for them to swallow or whatever. That's your kind of, not your first choice if we're going to watch a horror film Absolutely
1: not. I just, I do not enjoy it. And I try. You know, I I watched Hostel. That's really upsetting to me. Um, You know, those Hostel movies just totally upset and i like eli roth and i think that he's you know really he's really good at what he does and there was that keanu reeves movie that you told me to watch a couple of years ago and i just i had the hardest time with that as well what was that movie i can't oh it wasn't
0: it. torture at all though it was more of a it was just a being hunted type of thing and psychological damage by the i, I
1: thought they were torturing keanu reeves and maybe that's what i didn't like about it because i love him but who doesn't Yeah, I do not enjoy torture, and I'm convinced. I am a child of the 80s, and I'm not going to tell you how old I am. People will probably eventually put it together. But I was born in the 70s, a child of the 80s. And my entire childhood, I feel like it was all about warnings of – uh, being abducted and ch- I was so afraid of getting kidnapped, which is insane to think about now. But I feel like that I as a kid, Well, it's because the danger. 80's, stranger
0: danger, you yes, stranger know, danger. I was great by the time I was in third, third or fourth grade because of all these speakers and the stranger danger things. I was just convinced I was hot shit and every adult wanted a piece of my ass. Because they was
1: convinced scared, right? Like my parents were late to pick me up for dance and like I'm totally getting kidnapped. And you felt I just felt like that was inevitable that I'd be kidnapped, tortured, and murdered. Which, you know, again, hindsight, it's like, what the hell is wrong with me? I feel like Stranger Danger was a little too extreme. And then also I Nancy Reagan convinced me that people were gonna make me do drugs. And no, you know, nobody in my life has ever forced me to do any drugs. So uh Yeah, I kind of wanted,
0: I've always wanted to ask someone in that campaign, and don't get me wrong, everyone should own, if they don't, a D.A.R.E. t-shirt from the 80s. Yeah, I, I just never, even, I knew who the druggies were in in school, no one was going around trying to give their f- drugs away. But that's how they, what, they had us thinking, that as kids, they're just going to walk up and go, hey man, you should try this, it's really good.
1: Hide it in my lunch like you would do, like giving a, a, a pill to a dog. I was convinced people were going to trick me into taking drugs. And so I'd be like, oh my God, I'm going to die. And nobody ever tried to trick me into it either.
0: <laughs> no, you know, the only larger misconception I can think of from being a 70s and 80s child, completely mortified of since first grade, mm. quicksand. <laughs> they made it sound like quicksand was going to be everywhere we were playing. And they told us how to (laughs) take the pressure off so we can float back and roll out of it.
1: I mean, they
0: spent more hours of my early adolescence telling me how to avoid quicksand Mm -hmm. than... All of the things that my low self-esteem and these newfound fears of being drugged and abducted and this (laughs) obviously just spread of quicksand all over the United States. I felt like that was a little form of psychological torture now that we look at it.
1: And all the things as a kid that I thought were going to be a bigger problem. And then the other one, not Halloween related, is the Bermuda triangle like did you oh know, yeah that was, that I was mean... like a huge problem like I I remember being a kid like there's no way in hell I'd ever even try to get closer because I'd disappear and uh yeah certainly um a lot of the things they told us to be afraid of were really not problems so they they taught us to fear all these things but then never showed me how to do my own taxes which really pisses me off but yeah that could it's... be a whole other a whole other show
0: I've really enjoyed this and uh I hope you have a spectacular day. Hopefully we can uh, hit that clown hotel or something. <laughs> I
1: love it. Have a good
0: one. Anna Hampton, take care. Always a pleasure.